0: Our second reading today was taken from Paul's letter to the Philippians. And each of the next three Sundays after this, we're going to be hearing from Paul's letter to the Philippians. And so I think this would be a good time to know a little bit more about that letter. First of all, who are the Philippians? They are the Christian community who live in Philippi, a city in northeastern Greece Philippi was named after Philip, the father of Alexander the Great. Acts chapter 16 tells us that Paul established at Philippi the first Christian community in Europe. Now, that's a little bit about the Philippians. What about Paul? Well, we can tell from what he's written in this letter, he is in prison. He is in jail for proclaiming the good news of Jesus. And this letter to the Philippians, it's a beautiful letter that expresses Paul's deep faith in Jesus and his great affection for the faith community. I highly encourage you to read it this week. It's only four short chapters. In my Bible, that's seven pages, and that's not even, it's a bunch of that's footnotes, okay? <laughs> now, I want to talk a little bit about this particular passage from Philippians that we heard today. Paul writes, For to me life is Christ. Life is Christ. Paul is deeply devoted to Jesus. He has come to realize that Jesus is the center of his life every part of his being functions to serve Christ now also in this passage Paul is he's kind of ruminating about the possibility of his own death and he's, he's talking about uh, he's torn whether it's better that he live or die he writes I long to depart this life and be with Christ, for that is far better. On the other hand, continuing to live, even in the confines of jail, allows Paul the opportunity to spread the gospel. For Paul, whether he lives or dies, it's a win-win situation. Because of his faith in Jesus and his desire to share that faith with others And then he closes this particular passage with these words to the Philippians Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ Paul has provided the members of the Christian community with all the tools they need to live in Christ Now it is up to them to put it into practice What about ourselves? We have been given the words of Scripture and the lived experience of Christians putting the faith the gospel into practice these last 2,000 years How do the values and teachings of Jesus penetrate into our life? Does it make a difference in how we live if we're believers in Jesus? Now one reminder to me about this are the gestures that are made right before the reading of the Gospel at Mass. You heard Deacon Bob, say a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, and you responded, "Glory to you, O Lord." Is that correct? Yes. What else was happening then, Deacon Bob? Okay. Yes, he was making the sign of the cross on the book, the gospel book, and then on his forehead, his lips, and in his heart. And it's a way of involving our body in prayer. way of expressing that Jesus might be in my thoughts on my lips and in my heart Now when it comes to um, Living out the gospel We can think of it as the 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 particular the, the Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John we can think about well this passage from Matthew that we just lived heard today this passage today was all about this Um, landowner who went out looking for laborers in his vineyard and This is a gospel that always when I ask people about it's one they get upset about I've noticed Because they just don't get it. How come that one guy is working all day And the other one just works an hour and they get the same wage Okay, this is not about wages, all right? Mm -hmm. What this is about is what the landowner says to all of them, the ones at dawn, the ones at mid morning, the ones at noon, the ones at three, the ones at five. He says to them, you too go into my vineyard. This is about going into the vineyard, the vineyard of the Lord. This is about Sharing the good news of Jesus Okay, that's what's happening here and what's what's being said is some people go out there early in the morning And they start right at the beginning of their life Breslin You're in second grade aren't you? That's not like the very beginning of your life. Is it you've been living a bit of life already haven't you? But it's still I think pretty nearly the beginning of your life Okay, so she's been invited to go into the vineyard of the Lord in the morning Okay, and I hope and pray that it is a fruitful time for you, that your chance to serve Jesus in ways I don't even know, by loving God and loving others. All right. Now, so there's some people that they've been serving the Lord all their life. And then there's sometimes people and they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I want to become Catholic, but I I feel a little maybe I'm too old for it. And what do people think? And I say, you're never too old, come on in. You too, go into my vineyard. Now, when I read Paul's letter to the Philippians, and if I asked you to read it, I thought I'd better do that first. So I read it yesterday morning, and I was moved by Paul's faith How it animates his being and how even being in prison for preaching that faith only deepened his commitment to share the good news of Jesus with others. But I admit the first feeling I had after reading it was, oh, how far I am from Paul's dedication. But then the next thought I had is Paul has died and he is now in the company of the saints and that he continues to intercede for me and for each one of you. He encourages us. uh, Just as he encouraged the people of Philippi, uh, he is helping us along the way by his prayers, his intercession. Paul is now with Christ, and his prayers are now helping us as we seek to conduct ourselves worthy of the gospel of Christ, loving God, loving others, sharing the good news in our words and actions.